0: Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast and welcome to another installment of Alternate Universe. Now, today I'm going to dive into one that I have had been sent into me countless times, probably 10 or 15 times over the last few months, so it's about time I got to it. It's what if Jonathan Thurston never signed with the North Queensland Cowboys, so what if JT remained at the Bulldogs for the entirety of his career? Let's kick it off. Thurston to choose from. With Coot. he hits it. He's yes! got it. He's got the field goal. He's got the Thurston to the Cowboys. It is one of the greatest signings in rugby league history. I mean, for me, when I look back over history, I, I think it's probably number two. But I mean, I wouldn't argue with anyone who told me it was number one. The other one that comes to mind is. Probably Brad Fitler to the Roosters. I think that was massive. It really set the Roosters up for who they are today. I mean, Ben Kennedy to Manly, that was massive. BK didn't win a premiership for Manly, but he changed the entire culture and he laid the platform for the premierships that came after. I mean, there's been a number of unbelievable signings, but Thurston to the Cowboys, if you were to tell me it's the greatest signing ever, I I really wouldn't push back on you, to be honest with you. um, Obviously, Thurston... He left the Cowboys at the end of the 2004 season. Now, a lot of people will say it's a blunder by the Canterbury Bulldogs. And, you know, that, uh, that's a bit of a hindsight argument. I mean, if you go back and look at the actual time, they had Brent Sherwin, they had Brayton Astor. They backed them both in during the year when Thurston signed with the Cowboys. And, I mean, they won their premiership. Brent Sherwin was unbelievable in that grand final. Say what you will about Brayton Astor. He was playing great footy. Uh, Thurston, you know, it was obvious he had a heap of ability, but 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 I'm sorry, there's a lot of guys that have a heap of ability, yeah. It's a very hindsight argument to say the Bulldogs, you know, completely messed this up. But you got to remember at the time, Brent Sherwin, you know, for me, he's one of the most underrated halfbacks we've ever seen. It's probably, for me, if you said to me, hey, you can have the kicking game of anyone, it's probably Joey for a complete game. But if you're looking for a long game, it's probably Ricky Stewart. If you're looking for a short game... I'll tell you what, there are fewer guys that had a better short-kicking game than Brent Sherwin. He was unbelievable, and I, I, I don't hold it against Canterbury for making this decision. Yes, you can look back and say it was bad, but I at the time, I don't hate it. Now... There's a moment in the 2004 Grand Final. I'm not sure if I've spoken about this before. It's with about eight minutes to go, five minutes to go. It's in the last 10 minutes and Thurston's on the field and he gets the ball on about halfway and he puts a kick. He's standing on about the tram line on about halfway and he puts in this grubber that finds touch about two metres out and it it really was the lead balloon. Sorry, the, the, it, it just burst the balloon of the Sydney Roosters in that Grand Final. It was the perfect kick for the perfect moment and I remember sitting there going, fuck, fuck. We've all seen this kid pull out highlights. We've seen this kid score tries. But that moment, that is a special touch in a grand final. Yeah, a very special touch. And, of course, he arrives at the Cowboys of the year after and he wins the M medal. It was unbelievable. The Cowboys go all the way to the grand final that season. Canterbury, their decline starts to kick in. And within a few years, uh, Brayton Astor won't be at the club. He will leave. He will depart and go, for the, go, go to the Roosters. Uh, Brent Sherwin will retire. So... I mean, there is the potential there that if Thurston would have stayed, I mean, where would Canterbury be? And as much as Canterbury haven't won a premiership since 2004, they've gone damn close. I mean, some of those seasons, I mean, they're in the 14 grand final, they're in the 2012 grand final. And with these what-ifs, it becomes really hard because obviously if Thurston would have stayed, he would have been the man. Yeah, Thurston would have been the man to, to build around. And you've got to wonder if the Canterbury Bulldogs were doing better during that time. Does Sonny Bill Williams walk out on the club? I mean, I don't know. If if there's a Jonathan Thurston there and he's got one of the best sevens in the game controlling that side, does Sonny Bill get on the plane in the middle of the night and say, see you later? I I don't know. You know, it, it could have meant that if Canterbury was still successful during that era, maybe Sonny Bill Williams, maybe his career looks really different with a guy like Jonathan Thurston. Imagine the recruitment that the Canterbury Bulldogs could have got during that era. Imagine Thurston when a guy like Desi Hasler shows up. Imagine Thurston at the Canterbury Bulldogs if he had that forward pack around him that, that could really move the ball around. It would just suit him down to a T. Um, you know, there's a lot that Thurston could have achieved at the Canterbury Bulldogs. And, you know, I mean, you you look at his career at the Cowboys, what, four Dally Ms, whatever it might be, a sensational effort, but it's two thousand and fifteen that stands out for me and you know, you, you, you could argue that, yes, he won that premiership, but he was, you know, people like to use the word robbed in other um, final series before that, and I think one after it as well. So. You know, Thurston, he he really could have been a complete game changer for Canterbury if he stayed there, and I think other guys would have stayed there as well. And then, then I mean, later on, in, as the years went on, imagine if you had a Jonathan Thurston at 7 controlling the team and a Josh Reynolds at 6. Like I think they would have been an unbelievable combo. It would have allowed Thurston just to control the game, and then it would have allowed Josh Reynolds to play his natural game, and you would have had you know, two of the most passionate guys of all time. I mean, a few years later, we saw them clash in State of Origin, I believe, the 2014 series. Like, two guys with that much passion. I mean, Jonathan Thurston, cool as a cucumber most of the time. We've seen him have a few dummy spits over referee decisions and whatnot. But really, the only player that ever got under his skin was Josh Reynolds. And, you know, for those two to be in the same side, the same halves combination, they would have been unbelievable. And I I mentioned before Brent Sherwin having one of the best short kicking games of all time. I mean... Thurston, as far as kicking games go, he's not far behind. I mean, the thing that'll always stand out for me for JT was the amount of repeat sets he got from outside the 20. From even outside the thirty when he'd sort of he wouldn't kick it he'd sort of kick it over the defensive line, but he'd almost kick it through, sort of like how Brett Kamali used to kick and the amount of times a fullback would be chasing a Thurston little chip kick and they would land about five meters away and dribble into the in-goals and not sit up was just unbelievable. I've never seen anyone control a ball like that in that you know, that sort of kicking range so consistently. I mean, if you would have had for a couple of years there Brent Sherwin and Thurston in the halves once Anasta left, I'm not sure off the top of my head when Sherwin actually uh, departed from Canterbury, but there would have been a couple of years there where you could have had the two of them. And I'm sorry, I'm not sure if there has ever been a better kicking game between two halves. If you would have had Sherwin and Thurston, fuck, good luck. Good luck stopping that. That would have just been unbelievable. They still had their big pack there as well, and... Of course, the other side of this is that, you know, realistically, Thurston, within two or three years, he would be, you know, he probably would have won a Dalian medal there. Let's be honest here. He'd be worth an absolute monster, mozza. So it means that Canterbury, you know, they came into those 2012-2014 Grand Finals, with they're pretty spread outside. Yeah, they had a lot of talent all over the park. If you put a guy like a Thurston into that team, they improve out of sight, but your salary cap changes dramatically. Yeah, they'd be using a quarter or a fifth of their salary cap just to keep Jonathan Thurston there. Um, and and I think also like the the main thing that stands out for me for this it's it, 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 it's important to look at what Canterbury would have gained, but I think it's more important to look at what the North Queensland Cowboys would have lost. I mean, Matty Bowen would have still been the man up there, and dare I say, in two thousand and four. Uh, The Cowboys are beaten in the prelim final by the Roosters, I think, 16-12. It comes down to sort of the last play. Um, They've got a scrum to win the game, and then the ref calls the game off. I remember being there, and it was pretty wild. The Roosters were celebrating. The Cowboys were filthy, and Thurston arrived the next year, won the M. So this Cowboys team, I think everyone thinks that that 2005 team you know they were a one man side it was all Thurston but like they they were one game short of a prelim final the year before so you got to remember guys like Brett Firm and Matty Bowen these sort of guys they were sensational Joshi Hannay Matty Singh they had a really solid side and I'm I don't think they could have taken that extra step without Thurston I don't think they would have made the 05 grand final without JT Um, Unfortunately, it took them another decade to win a premiership. I'm not sure if that franchise wins another premiership. If it's not for JT, I'm sorry. I'm not sure if they do. I'm not sure if they are as popular and as, um, as talented without JT, especially with his combo with Matty Bowen. I mean, can you really replace a guy like Thurston? He has been the North Queensland Cowboys for so long. And I think if you took him out, I'm not sure where this franchise would be. I mean... I'm not sure if they'd still be here, to be honest with you. I think its he's one of the most underrated figures of all time as far as, you know, really building a club. Because North Queensland, until 2004, when they had some success, there really wasn't much doing there. And, I mean, once Matt Bowen left you got to remember, too, if you take Thurston out of the Cowboys, you're taking a massive draw card for other players, for other skilled players to arrive there. So, you know, I'm thinking back to guys like Brent Tate. I'm looking at Dallas Johnson, these sort of guys that played origin with him and would have thought that's a golden opportunity to go there. I mean, I heard Way Graham talking the other day on another podcast about going up to meet Jonathan Thurston. Yeah, when he was considering leaving Penrith and going to the Cowboys, that was a big draw card. I've got a podcast dropping with Jackson Hastings over the next few weeks, and he talks about, you know, when he was leaving the Roosters, he he, he went up to North Queensland. He toured their facilities, and he got to meet Jonathan Thurston. He said, you know... It left him with a massive decision because the, the idea of playing with Jonathan Thurston, you know, it would have been a dream come true for him. So, you know, it is a massive draw card for a lot of guys having JT up there. He's one of the most respected players of all time. He's one of the greatest players of all time. You know, I spoke to Michael Barney dur- during the year two. He said the exact same thing. Playing with Thurston was simply unbelievable. So as much as this, is, this podcast is a lot about what Canterbury would have gained, it's also about what the Cowboys would have lost, and I think that if Thurston stays at the Bulldogs, to be honest with you, I'm not sure if he becomes the player that he does, because at Canterbury, he would have had other guys around him, and it probably would have meant that it wouldn't have been as much on his shoulders, you know, and it would have taken him a little bit longer for that to be his team, I think, whereas the Cowboys, he was thrust in it, and he was forced to be great so early. Uh, It's a bit of a controversial one, I, I mean, there's a few ways you could look at this, but to be honest with you I think it worked out the best way possible I think for the Cowboys to have their premiership victory in 2015 and for rugby league to have that moment I don't think there's too much I would change to be honest with you as as much of a proud club as Canterbury are they they didn't need a Thurston they might want a Thurston but the North Queensland Cowboys coming in in 1995 they really needed a franchise guy to appear and I said Canterbury, they wanted Thurston, they didn't need Thurston. I think without a doubt, the North Queensland Cowboys, they needed Jonathan Thurston. Hold up.